Well, hello, everybody. This is John Prim once again, talking about my book, What the Hell Is It Now? Today, I'm going to touch on a kind of sensitive subject, religion. And this chapter is simply called How to Know If Your Religion is Okay. This is another no-brainer, but unfortunately, people with a phony religion have no brains. And I hope I make a good point without offending anyone. If I do, uh, it may be unavoidable, and if so, I'm sorry. Uh, but I really believe in what I'm going to tell you in this chapter. Here is the audiobook. Chapter 16. How to Know If Your Religion Is Okay This is another no-brainer chapter. But unfortunately, people with a phony religion have no brains. According to Wikipedia, there are over 4,200 religions in the world today. Just six of those groups account for the vast majority. Christianity, 2.3 billion. Islam, 1.8 billion. Hinduism, 1.1 billion. Buddhism, 0.5 billion. And traditional Chinese, 394 million. Then there is the estimated number of secular, non-religious, agnostics, and atheists, making up 1.2 billion. All the rest don't add up to 1 billion, which includes just 14 million Jews. That last figure really surprised me. I was amazed that there are so few Jews. I know very little about Hinduism or Buddhism, other than they promote peace and don't seem to cause problems. The two biggest, on the other hand, have caused lots of problems. Islam and Christianity have had crusades that were just the opposite of what God wants us to do. It is beyond belief how that came about. The Catholic crusaders no longer tell people that they need to believe as we do or else we will kill you, but some Islamic people still do that. In the Western world, Jews, Christians, and Muslims have the very same God, the God of Abraham, and yet there is a war going on between them. If you believe that your branch of faith has orders from God Almighty to kill some of God's other children, then you are not following your religion correctly. God never spoke of jihad. It was some lowly mortal human bozo who came up with that idea. The Jewish and later the Christian faiths are based on events that were witnessed by hundreds of people. They were not derived from dreams or fabrications of a single person. Jesus, who is obviously the Messiah, predicted in the Jewish Bible, was seen and heard. He actually raised people from the dead. No other deity has done that. It's remarkable how quickly people can forget things. One would think that after witnessing the plagues on Egypt and the parting of the Red Sea, that the free Jews would never want to return to Egypt and worship a golden calf or that after Jesus did so many amazing, albeit smaller-scale, miracles, that most Jews still couldn't believe that Jesus was the Messiah that they had been waiting for. Except for a few times in the Old Testament, when God became angry, like when he destroyed everyone on earth except Noah and his family, God has been pretty mellow. When he later spoke to Moses and carved the Ten Commandments in stone, we had a definitive set of instructions that demanded love, forgiveness, respect, and tolerance. If a religion does not teach those things, 
then it is not a legitimate one. It was pointed out in the scriptures that other things can be your religion. One can love or want something so much that those material things can become your God. The Lord was very specific about that. In fact, it is commandment number one to have no other gods besides Him. He's just asking us to acknowledge Him. And I don't think that it's asking for too much since He created the world and everything in it. I think another way that a religion goes south is when people in charge start making up their own rules. Some man-made rules might be okay, but there should not be any man-made rules that are requirements for going to heaven. The answer as to who goes to heaven is God's decision alone. I think we are really being off our nut when we say that we know we are going to heaven. You may quote Jesus saying that he who believes and is baptized shall be saved, but how can anyone judge himself as to what he truly believes? We might feel very strongly about our belief, but I think that only God truly knows our heart. We humans can fool ourselves all too well. Just being a nice person doesn't cut it. One can't earn their ticket to heaven by doing this or that. God wants our sincere thanks and our honesty. I love the story about the rich man and the poor man praying at the temple, where the rich man pointed out his good deeds and thanked God that he was a good person while the poor man confessed that he was a sinner and asked for mercy. And so, if there is actually a scene at the pearly gates where St. Peter will ask me why I deserve to enter heaven, I'm going to do what that poor guy did. I'm going to fall on my knees and ask God to be merciful to me, a sinner. From what I understand, God will never say no to that. And our understanding of what God tells us uh, may not always be right. I think his words were truly the mind of God speaking to us, but we're always left with our own devices as far as uh, understanding uh, whatever we have heard. The next recording is chapter 17, which is called How to Enjoy Life. How many people have to write about this anyway? The answer is so simple. See you next time.